We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday and welcome to the Roto-Grinders and Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. I'm Eric Crane filling in for we're the on, sleepy. We're on XM now, too. Oh, did I say XM? Oh, you just butchered it right off the hawk here. <laughs> I didn't know we were on XM. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Should I put my headset on? Are we on XM? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> so, welcome to Roto-Grinders on the internet. So... Weird stuff going on today. Dean has apparently slept in, so they have uh, recruited me in to do it. Now, I'm on dad duty today, so here, everybody say hi to Jackson. Okay, he's looking the other way. So, 
Yeah, yeah. Did he say hi? There you go, buddy. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking Fantasy Draft. We're going to be talking this five-game slate this morning. Of course, make sure you check out FantasyDraft.com. That's where we're going to be talking about. Joining me, we got the three-way going on today, of course. And uh, I know, Dean's not here, so it's the Battle of the BFFs. Tony Niaz, you're up first. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm just excited to do one here with Pepsi, my man. It's been, a, I know I've done some with Pepsi, but it's been a little while. It's been a year or two, I think. But I'm excited to be on here with him again. Yeah, it has been a while for Pepsi and I. Yeah, we're done, brother. It's Dean's BFF. Like, we're, we're getting in there. We're getting a little action on the side here. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I don't get to do too many shows with you guys, so this should be a lot of fun. And uh, it is awful early, but we'll do our best to get you as much content as we can here. Yeah, they're at the chat. You guys, I keep thinking Periscope didn't launch. For those of you who never had children, that's just how it goes sometimes, man. Like, you get the message, the bat signal goes up, and you answer the bat signal. That's how this works. Tony, Tony's got, like, 17 kids. He knows how this goes, right? I know. I, I, just to be put it all on the table, I, I got three kids, and I've never fed them what, what I just watched, watched you doing before the show. You were like, I don't even know what substance you were putting right, in that. Yeah, we, we got pumpkin. All right. I've never put pumpkin, whatever that thing is, in any of my three kids. Prunes? Prunes. You think that kid wants prunes? Dude, he likes the prunes, man. Oh. Yeah, he likes the prunes. We got we got some formula. Yeah, yeah, I know. Does that make you happy? But uh, You need some formula after that Blues game last night. Take some formula, little formula hit yourself. Hey, you know what? That's, uh, they were due for a bad game. You, you can have um, – <laughs> right, Pepsi. I mean, back me up here. Like every team's gonna have a bad game every now and then. Last night was sure, sure, especially on the road playing a team that's desperate. They had to win last night, Dallas. So that was a tough one. Yeah. While we're on here, I mean, I, I mean, I shipped yesterday on some hockey here. I need some winners today from you guys. I'm going back in. Did you wait? Did you enjoy the hockey all of a sudden? We've been trying to get you on hockey forever. I didn't watch a second, but I got ninth in, or something in that 33. So I made a little, made a little cheese. Right. I'm letting it ride today on whatever you guys tell me. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get Colorado. We'll Colorado. Get oh, and I get to play Colorado? Now you're just getting me excited. Yeah, they're home. They're desperate. They've got to win tonight. So I, I would go with the Colorado top line. Most the only problem is that I was doing the print factory yesterday with Wilson, and he, like, had me so sold that San Jose is going to win the cup. Dude, San Jose sucks. Anybody can win the cup now, man. But I mean, Colorado has to win this game, or they're in trouble down three-one. Like whoever whoever comes out of the Blue Star series is going to the Cup Finals. Like neither of those teams has a shot against the Blues or Stars, right, Pepsi? I don't know, man. This is craziest NHL play I've ever seen. I wouldn't be surprised when anything happens. But San Jose can beat either uh, Dallas or St. Louis. I do believe. I mean, but I just say Colorado. They may not win the game tonight, but I mean that's that's you know same situation as. Uh, as uh, Dallas is in last night, they're home, they're desperate, that uh, top line's exposed, so that's where I'd go tonight. All right, yeah. so let's talk some baseball. Let's talk keys to the slate. Um, we got a five-game slate this morning. We've got three studs, essentially. Noah Syndergaard, he's 17-9 over on Fantasy Draft. Mike fulton averaged 15-2. He's a little bit cheaper. Obviously, the matchup against the Padres is not quite as good. Then you also get Jose Barrios, but speaking of bad matchups, that's certainly one for him. You know, we even got Tony's favorite pitcher, John Gray, on this slate. Uh, Charlie Morton's there. It's a little bit really heavy for uh, this slate's really heavy for pitching, Tony. Yeah, I mean, you look at the the run total. I mean, it's only a five game slate, first of all, and you got no implied totals above what four or five. It looks like four or six for the Braves, maybe. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of good pitchers. Every game, for the most part, has a pitcher that could throw a good game. I mean, they might – they're obviously probably not all going to throw a good game, but everybody's capable. All ten of the pitchers are at least capable of throwing a good game. So, yeah, we're, we're going to have to find some sticks for sure. I mean, the, the pitchers look solid all the way around. What about you, Pepsi? When you look at – yeah, I think, you know, we talk about keys to the slate, and picking the right pitcher is – I mean, that's pretty much the key to every slate. But on a five-game slate like this where there are a lot of names out there where we can play, to me, that does seem like the key to this slate. Yeah, and it's a strange slate in that, you know, as Tony mentioned, we've got a lot of good pitching out there, but nothing that you're really in love with, you know. A lot of question marks, whether it's a matchup or a struggling pitcher or a guy without a longer leash. So it's a difficult one. So you definitely need to nail the pitcher today, I do believe. Um, you know, despite the fact that there's quite a few options, there's not really a guy that I think we're in love with today. Yeah, so, okay, so, Tony, I guess if you had to pick one of these guys, I mean, is it Noah Syndergaard, big-time favorite at home, Mike Fultonavich, you know, bigger risk, but maybe some higher strikeout upside? Like, which pitcher are you going on? So, I mean, like always, I mean, I always talk up Cardi's the, the bat. I mean, I always start there just to see what he's got and kind of just point me in the right direction before I start looking at other stuff. And the nice thing is, I'm not a huge Thor guy, Syndergaard, but, like, He's projected so much higher on the bat than any of these other guys. He's projected for 26 on fantasy draft, it looks like. And the next best guy is at like 19 for Charlie Morton. I don't know, though. The hard part for me is kind of like Pepsi said, like, I just always have a bad feeling about Syndergaard. I don't know why. And this this Reds lineup has a, a lot of stubborn guys in there. So I don't know. Like, I think it has to be Syndergaard for me if I'm picking one, but I'm not overly, like, convicted on it. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things with Syndergaard is no Joey Votto in there today. And Pepsi, you know, obviously Votto is one of the best contact hitters out there. It doesn't strike out a lot. So that just increases Syndergaard's upside and his floor. What do you think about Syndergaard today? Yeah, he's the top arm. I agree that, you know, again, not in love, but he's the top arm. Sure, he struggled, but, you know, you get the Reds at home. As you mentioned, no Votto lineup. And this is a Reds lab that's generally pesky in general. But this year, they really haven't been. Their Woba's down. Their ISO's down. They're not hitting the ball real well. They're not walking much. They're striking up the 10th most in baseball versus righties. You're getting the Reds at a good time because I expect at some point throughout the season, the Reds become this team that we you know, know they can be, where they can be patient and feisty and not strike out a lot. But they're not that team right now. So, I think Syndergaard does have the best matchup at home. He is the best skilled pitcher right now. So he's the guy I'm going to roll with. And in, in most of my uh, entries here, today, especially in cash games, he's the guy I'm going to trust. Um, certainly some merit to going down to Charlie Morton, who's been fantastic. And, of course, if you're not going there, I think Brad Peacock is also a decent GPP option. But five-game slate, not doing a ton of entries. For me, it's going to be Syndergaard at the top, Morton when I go for a pivot, and then Peacock when I'm looking to save some money in GPPs. Yeah, Peacock at 14-8 is certainly cheap enough. I, I don't like picking on the Twins too much. What right. about Mike Fulton? Because he's only, you know, Peacock's only 400 bucks cheaper than Fulte. What do you think about Fulte, Pepsi? You know, it's like only a second start back. Um, you know, he hasn't looked like he's uh, fully in game shape here yet. He's only, yeah, he's only one full start here, right, where he went 78 pitches. So I don't know how long the leash is going to be. He hasn't, like I said, looked great. He's been getting hit pretty hard. This is a guy that I don't have to play today. I'm going to play with the wait-and-see approach here. I actually like some of the Padre bats a little bit. I think they're underpriced. So I think Fulte's the guy I'm going to play wait-and-see with for at least a couple more starts. Okay, so what about you, Tony? Are you in on Team Fulte? Yeah, I mean, 
I hate to keep agreeing with Pepsi. Like I do like him. I want to dig deeper into like the pitch count. If, if we think we can get him up, how many did he throw in his first start? 78. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I, I kind of feel the same way as Pepsi. Like I really want to, he wants to be my favorite guy. Like just looking at pure matchup, pure name, everything. Like if he was on a normal leash, he would be my number one without a doubt. Like I love his matchup the best today. This, this Padres lineup doesn't scare me at all versus a power righty like Fulte. But, man, if he's only going to get us 80 pitches and we got all these good pitchers on the slate that will go deeper, it's tough to sacrifice that many pitches. And I kind of think they will. I mean, it's only a second start back. I don't think he's going to go. Even if he goes to 90, you're still a decent amount short of some of these other guys. I'm not saying I hate him. That's what's hard for me about this slate. Like, I legitimately could make a case for every pitcher. There's not a single one of these guys that I think is just an awful play. So, yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah, when you look at, um, like, this Milwaukee Brewers-Colorado Rockies game, a couple pitchers, we talk about variance with pitchers. Freddie Peralta and John Gray, I mean, that's what you're getting with both those guys. Peralta's a guy that's gotten lit up. He's also flashed some upside. John Gray is a guy that – Tony, I know you love to make fun of, but uh, he does okay every now and then. You know, an eight-and-a-half run total here, I could see this game going either way. So, Pepsi, what do you think about the two pitch from this game? Yeah, I agree with you. It could really well go either way. Both these guys have big strikeout potential. I- I'm going to go with the side of runs here, though. I just feel like Milwaukee, for example, too patient, um, too good of a contact team, you know, great hitting environment. I'm going to give the edge to the Brewers here versus Gray. And uh, the same with the Rockies versus Peralta. Peralta, I think, is the better option here. If you're looking for uh, a cheaper guy to go off, I think it's Freddie Peralta for me. But uh, the Rockies are on the road, great hitting environment. Um, you know, they got a lot of lefties back in that lot. Now they're getting healthy. Dahl and Murphy back in there. McMahon's there. That's a much more important lineup to go with your R and autos, your stories, and your Blackmans now. So now they can go six, seven about as deep than what they were doing earlier in the season. So I probably won't be rostering either of these arms today. Again, maybe as an SP2, I get down to Peralta and hope for some strikeouts. But in general, I'm on the bats here. Okay, yeah, and I kind of agree with you. Like, John Gray, obviously, you want to pick on him with lefties. Same for Freddie Peralta. And these, both these lineups, they have some lefties that we're going to want to attack. No lineup for the Rockies yet, but I suspect we'll get that probably during the show. So, to me, like, picking the right pitcher is the key to the slate. Um is there any other pitcher, Tony, that you see that you might be interested in? Because I know our boy Tyler Melee is on the slate, and that's like the one guy that you and I are the last two fans of this guy. Oh. Um, but, you know. It's not the, I'm definitely a big Melee guy like you, and, man, it's not the spot today, though. He's actually one of the pitchers I don't think I can use. The Mets, what do they got? Five lefties in the lineup, and the righties aren't bad righties. Like Frazier, Ramos, and Rosario – that, I mean, they're they're solid enough to where I don't love his matchup versus those three even. So he's definitely one that I won't use. And the Mets might be my favorite offense, actually, the more I'm thinking about it. Feels bad to, to pick on my, my man Melee, but, man, that lineup looks tough against a guy that struggles with lefties. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I feel, too. You know, you look at Robinson Cano, Michael Conforto. In case you were wondering, Tony, Jack has protested the prunes. I am now wearing I, I don't blame you, Jack. I mean, I wouldn't – he's jamming prunes down you. I mean. Dude, I have, like, <laughs> full of prunes right now. Good news, though, Devin will really appreciate this. My uh, mother-in-law is on her way over to wrestle this guy. Oh, good, it's on my face. I know. Yeah, it's good. I got prunes on my face now, too. This is great. This is, this and you still look better than Dean. <laughs> oh, way better. Oh, man. That's funny. What is Dean? I mean, is this guy, have we confirmed that he's still sleeping? 
Dude, it's of course it is. I I can't give him crap because I missed the show due to sleeping at one point during football season. Um, yeah, I was on that show. You slept. Yeah, through I know. <laughs> so, oh my god, that was during football. That was worse than Dean. You shouldn't have admitted yeah. that. We're bashing yeah. Dean right now. It was like eight a.m. <laughs> it was the eight a.m. though show though. Like, yeah, hi. Yeah, it's that was just DB's uh, fault. Then let's blame DB. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. D, hashtag DB did it. All right, let's go around the horn. Let's find some of our favorite plays. We're going to go quick position by position. Of course, we're going to get to your questions later on in the show. And, you know, fantasy draft, you don't have to roster a catcher. Thank God, because, I mean, these guys stink. Like, I mean, I guess if you're going to play one, nope, you don't even get Yasmani Grandal in there. I mean, Tyler Flowers does not stink versus a lefty. You love Tyler Flowers. I mean, he hits bombs like Phil Mickelson, so. <laughs> Yeah, Tyler Flowers is one of those guys that I always well, – I'm fine with that. What about you, Pepsi? Is Tyler Flowers your favorite catcher? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, it's uh, – you know, like you said, with Grandal being possible, I never liked that a little bit, but he's not. So, if you don't want to go to Flowers, it was an, Zanino's an interesting uh, high upside play as well. Got some pop also facing a lefty. But, uh, yeah, thank God we're playing on fantasy draft and don't got to bother with catcher. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm moving on from catcher. Like, if you want to play Flowers – any catcher you play will be contrarian. I'm not sure you need to do it. All right, let's talk some first base. I can also play Maldonado if you need savings, by the way. Dude, I'm so sick of Maldonado. He's super cheap. Dude, he's super cheap because he's been super bad. Like, I every played him one play, day and he hit a bomb. He might have one bomb on the year. Dude, but that's got to be because I must have played him every other day. Because <laughs> he's dude. always 20. Him and, the, him and the dude from Texas, I play so much because they're always oh, like 2,400. guy? No, not that. The other dude. uh Pepsi, who's Texas's crappy catcher? Falifa? Mathis? Yeah, Mathis. Mathis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's sure. always 2,400 on DK. Yeah. And he's awful. Like, he's, he's, he's so a great bad. catcher, but he's not a good bat at all. He is awful. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah even Jack knows he's awful. That's just. You're <laughs> the girl. Like, Tony, here, I haven't experienced this yet. On a scale of one to how much trouble am I going to get for our couch being covered in prunes right now? Zero. Man, that would be nice. I'm going to take. The, I'm, I'm going to take the over on zero. Yeah, I'm going to go with seven. seven. I'm going to go with seven. <laughs> seven. Oh no! What are we going? <laughs> and the seven in the chat. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Good. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some first baseman. Um, no Joey Votto, which is fine because we probably weren't going to play him against Noah Syndergaard. Anyways, Pepsi, lead us off at first base, man. Where are you going here? First base has some depth. It's not really a guy that, you know, in particular stands out to me. You know, Daniel Murphy's interesting. I think the lefties versus Peralta, him and McMahon are interesting. Uh, McMahon, obviously, cheaper as well. So I don't mind that. Uh, Dominic Smith, we mentioned we could probably pick on mainly with lefties. And uh, Smith's pretty cheap at 36. And, um, yeah, it's pretty much where I'm at. Jesus Aguilar, again, still too cheap. I think the matchup not great. Obviously, we want to attack right with lefties. But, you know, he's still got that Don potential. He's pretty cheap, but not, I'd probably not say the lineup, Murphy and Smith. Sorry? No Jesus Aguilar in the lineup. Ah, Aguilar's not in there. Okay, well, that makes it easy then. So, yeah, we're looking at McMahon, Murphy, and Smith for me as those lefty bats and having the splits in their favor. What about a little Fre- free money, Freddie Freeman? I know, t- Tony, I know you're going to talk about Freddie Freeman. Uh, I mean, I don't – I always like my boy free money. I know if I call him out, he's going to hit a bomb, but – Man, I, I don't like him today. I just I, – I know it's lefty. I don't always hate him lefty-lefty, but there's just other plays that I like more. It's tough for me to play him lefty-lefty. And I think Strom's decent too, so 
I don't know. I, I don't like. I can always play him if he fits, and like I don't hate hate playing him, but I I don't think I'm going to use him today. And I like Dominic. Dominic Smith is super cheap, and Thames in that two hole for Milwaukee against Gray. I really like Thames too. So I think those are my two guys. I'm looking in the cheaper range. Maybe Marwin if you really needed savings is like a contrarian GPP play. He, he's super cheap, but. For me, I think it's Dominic Smith, my favorite. And then Thames, if you have the money, Thames is another guy I like at the top. Do you remember when Marwin was good? No. When Nobody remembers that. that. What? Okay. That's not a okay. thing. Yeah, I was, what I was, was that? I Marwin fan, I guess. Then I, I, yeah. I play him a lot, but he's not good. <laughs> yeah, well, the multi-position eligibility makes him better. So, okay. Let's talk some second baseman. Um, Tony, go ahead and lead us on with second base. Who you got? Yeah, so – Right out of the gate, I think second base is pretty loaded, actually, just because of how good the, the top couple plays are. First of all, like Ian Kinsler, I don't like playing righties against Fulte, but again, like if you need the savings, Kinsler is super cheap in the one hole, which is always nice to get a super cheap guy one hole like that for some savings. But also Cano, we got the lefties against Melee again. It's going to be the theme for me, kind of. I think they've turned into my favorite team. And you got Ozzy Albies is always a play for me when, when he's up top. He's always got upside, speed, power. What well, Pepsi, what do you call it? The jack in a bag? Yes, sir. Stolen base and a home run. Jack in a bag, yep. Jack in a bag upside for Ozzy. So I think all those guys are my favorite. I mean, you could even play Mustakis if you wanted. Peraza isn't isn't the worst. It was speed against Syndergaard. Even Dietrich, like I I really like second base. There's a ton of guys. Dietrich, no one's gonna play Dietrich. No one's going to play Dietrich or Peraza against Thor. And I really don't hate either one of them. I mean, Dietrich has power. Peraza has speed. They're not my favorites, but if you're playing a few teams, like they're going to be 1% owned, and I think they have some upside even. Tony's just game stacking against Thor. That'll be I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I'm not a huge Thor guy. And th th these slates, this is when I love it. When it's a five-game slate, when you know Thor's going to be 50% owned, no one's going to play the Reds. When they score 10 runs, like, you have a chance to win a GPP. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Nobody's playing the Reds. What about you, Pepsi? Where are you going at second base? Yeah, there's a lot of depth here. Ozzy Alibis is the top guy for me. He, you know, hit lefties really well last year. He's smashing southpaws this year. A bit of a lefty killer there. So, I love Albies at the top. As uh, Tony said, jack in the bag upside here. And Mustakis is probably number two. Swinging a hot bat. Obviously, a great ballpark versus Gray there. And I agree. Cano on those Mets lefties are really interesting. Yeah, you Mike Mustakis hit one out last night. Um, I expect he's going to be really popular. You know, the, one of the biggest totals on the slate is from the Milwaukee side. Plus, they've been hot people. You know, they've been profiting. And, yeah, I could see him being really popular as well. Let's talk some shortstops. Oh, boy, I'm just going to get shortstop wrong forever. It seems like I just, it just never works out. Um, what about a guy like Manny Machado? He's shortstop eligible over in DK. Of course, fantasy draft, you don't necessarily need a shortstop. Pepsi, talk to me about some shortstops. Yeah, I absolutely love uh, Machado, too. That price tag, way too cheap for Machado. And uh, small sample size, but he's hit uh, Fulton Evich really well, too. I think, uh, I want to say six for eight. Let me just look it up here now. Four for six. So, I mean, it's a small sample size, but he, obviously in the few times that he's seen him, he's hit him well here. And it's just more about value for me. I mean, not the best matchup versus Fulton, but we don't know if Fulton's back and healthy and in game shape here. And, uh, you know, Machado's a great hitter. He's getting a price tag like that. I just think it's uh, – it's too cheap there. So I don't mind Dansby Swanson as well in the two hole. He's been hitting the ball better, but you know, I don't really love picking on Strom here. So 
For me, I'm going to get a lot of Machado just because the price is right. You could certainly throw in some story in there as well. We know Peralta does well versus righties, but uh, you're looking for the high upside. And uh, again, a guy like Arcia is, is a decent value play as well. But for me, really, at that price point, I don't know that I'm going to get off Machado. For all I'm going to make it a five or six lineup, so I might have 100% exposure to him at that point. Yeah, he's just way too cheap. Hit a bomb yesterday. Obviously, it's a good ballpark for power. Tony, where are you going at shortstop? Not to chalk Machado, I'll tell you that much. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Like, well, obviously, I don't play cash for baseball that much. So, like, I, he's for sure, if I was playing a cash team, like, he'd be Lock City, like Stone Lock City. But, like, he's just too cheap, so everyone's going to play him. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't, li- I don't like picking on Fulty with righties. I just, I get it. Believe me, I, I get it, like, why you guys are doing it. But I'd rather just pay 300 more and get Swanson who hit a ball. I think he hit a ball. He's been hot. He's been playing. There's grandma. Yeah. Grandma's here. We're doing okay. Dad's covered in prunes. Jack's covered in prunes, but Hey, we're doing all right, man. Heads are falling off. (laughs) Dude, that was, look, I'm covered in prunes right now. It's, this was his revenge. You mentioned. Wait till you win this slate today. You're going to have that. You're going to be putting prunes all over you. You're going to be showering in prunes. after you win. I mean, the thing is, if I win this slate today, I'm going to have to use the money to uh, get the couch clean because couch is also covered in prints. Prune City over here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, just back to shortstop, though. Yeah, I think uh, for sure it's Swanson for me. And then, like I said, if I if I was doing a contrarian red stack, Peraza would be in play. All right, let's talk about some third baseman. We haven't got to there yet. Travis Shaw remains too cheap. Um, golly, like. Tony, if we're talking tournaments, what do you do with Travis Shaw? Because he's just been somebody that's been like crazy popular over the last week. The you know he's cold, but man, that price tag—it's tough to turn him down. What are you doing with Shaw? Yeah, so he's just been dirt cheap. These are my favorite guys too because they—they're too cheap for like a month, and people play them every day, and they never do anything. So like, it just makes it easy. Like you just eliminate everybody. Thirty percent owned Travis Shaw. It just gets everyone that three or five points or zero, whatever he gets every day. I I don't know. Like, I just don't want to play a guy that is like that. Like, it's against what I do in baseball. Like, I believe in hot streaks, obviously. When guys are ice cold and they're too cheap and people keep playing them, I just – I'm not going to play him. Like, I just refuse. If he he beats me, he beats me. But he's going to be, what, 30 40% again? Like, I'm just not going to play a cold guy against a pretty good pitcher that's 30 40% on. Yeah, I I see – the logic there and in tournaments i would agree with you cash games i just think you plug him in pepsi what are you doing with travis shaw today i mean i love shaw he's still hitting the ball well still putting the ball in the air but i get it i get it from uh from tony's perspective in gbps you're looking to be a little contrarian just get off the chalk i certainly see that in cash i think it's still shaw in the match i've even gone to Mustakis as well who's obviously swinging a hot bat a lot more expensive but moose is probably my top option there again machado still too cheap where he's third base eligible and uh jeff mcneil's interesting if you want to be a little different you want to get off the chalkier players. McNeil is, uh, you know, has got two, three hit upside there leading off. I know he's not that cheap, but uh, lefties versus Melly. So nobody's going to play Alex Bregman. Pretty much. Like nobody's going to play Alex Bregman. And I understand that. Jose That's a Bell- tough play today, isn't it? Yeah, no, of course it's a tough play, but it's not like this game's just going to be a shutout and you get two offenses that have been really explosive over the last, well, Houston not as explosive this year. Minnesota certainly is explosive. But we've seen guys like Bregman have big-time upside. Tony, in tournaments, would you be willing to go to a guy like Bregman? I mean, I just like too many things to really pick on Barrios. I don't know, especially with a righty. 
Sure. I mean, again, like you could play Bragman literally any slate. He's got triple dong upside if he gets it going. But uh, I mean, I guess I could because third base, there's nothing that like if I was playing Machado, by the way, it would for sure be third base. Like just because I don't I just don't love anything. Mustakis, I agree with Pepsi. Like I'm playing Mustakis over over Shaw for sure. I know the salary is higher, but I always say with baseball, like you can make salaries work like you just except at the beginning of the year on a site like dk but it's flexible again there's plenty of cheap plays uh, i guess it's moustakis and mcneil mcneil's for sure my favorite like pepsi said mets lefties melee one hole lefty for sure give, give me mcneil as my number one and roberson too or robertson whatever the dude's name is and the one hole versus duffy he's dirt cheap too yeah, Tony, once the Thunder season's over, it's no longer Roberson. It's yeah. no longer Roberson's out there. I don't there. think it's even Roberson season. Uh, it's, it's Robertson. But, you know, you mentioned uh, a guy like Daniel Robertson, and we haven't really talked at all about any of these Tampa guys. They're facing a guy in Danny Duffy that has not been good this year. I mean, Pepsi, what do we do with this Tampa team? Because to me, this feels like the team that goes overlooked, despite them being really cheap. Yeah, I mean, we could certainly stack Tampa Bay. As you mentioned, Duffy's not been good. We haven't got a lineup just yet, but you got the right. He's likely maybe Diaz at the top of the order. You got Tommy Pham there, uh, Danny Robertson, Avasil Garcia, a guy that I love, Avasil. Um, so, yeah, you got some good righties here with some upside. I, I like Tampa Bay. I think they're a sneaky stack today. I think they will be overlooked. Okay, let's move on to outfielders. Obviously, just a ton of outfielders on the slate you can play. You know, you look at um, – Ronald Lacuna out there for Atlanta against Matt Strom against the lefty. We're always going to like him. We talked about these Mets guys, Michael Conforto, an elite play. Tony, talk to me about some of your favorite outfielders. Yeah. I mean, we say it literally every baseball show we do, but it just depends on like what stack you're going with. I mean, there's just so many good outfield plays. Like you look at whatever your favorite team is and they're going to have two, three outfielders you could use that are in decent spots. So for me, I, I like the Mets, so I, I obviously like Conforto and Nemo. I, I, I mean, I agree. Acuna is in, in a really good spot against a lefty. You go to both sides of the of the Rockies game. You got Blackman and Dahl. Baby Dahl. Yeah, who doesn't like saying, oh, baby Dahl, when he hit, hits a bomb. So <laughs> you got both of them, and then you look at the other side. I mean, you got, you got Gamble in the one hole, who I never like. But he's in the one hole against against Gray for an offense that uh, Milwaukee's always stubborn. Like they always score runs, they always feel like they have upside. So I can't hate him in the one hole either. And then, yeah, I mean I don't love either side of the Houston Minnesota game. That might be where I end up going for pitchers actually because it's like the only game where I don't love any of the bats, which makes me think that maybe I should like the pitchers more. No, I, I see what you're saying. Like. To me, I know we talked about keys to the game before, but I think getting this Houston-Minnesota game right is one of the keys on this slate because I it doesn't feel like just a three- to four-game to me. Either there's going to be a lot of runs or not many runs at all. Uh, you mentioned Ben Gamble. Obviously, in cash games, he's one of the best plays out there. Just 7.3K over on Fantasy Draft. Way too cheap against a guy that struggles with left-handed bats and speed. Patsy, who are some of your favorite outfielders out there? Yeah, basically, Tony covered them all. I think Acuna is my favorite outfielder. Obviously, Brewers and Rockies, you can go that route. He mentioned the Mets, Lefties, Nemo, and uh, Conforto. You can also put McNeil there, too, on, on DK, where he's outfield eligible. You can throw three Mets there in the outfield and use third base or something else if you wanted to. And again, these Tampa Bay Rays that you alluded to here, Eric, you got uh, Tommy Pham and 
drawing a blank. Oh, yeah, Adesio Garcia was another guy I was thinking of, too, that uh, will be off the radar a little bit there for a for an under-the-radar stack. All right, so we're going to get to the uh, the premium the premium peak here. Tony, talk to us about – I know you said you had ownership projections up, right? Yeah. All right, so talk to me about some of the guys where you're surprised at how high-owned they're expected to be. I mean, just starting with pitcher, like Morton at 40%. Well, I have DKs up right now, but I'm sure it's similar on on the fantasy draft. But Morton at 40% like feels too high to me on a slate with all these good pitchers. And like I said, I, I don't love. I mean, I know Thor is probably the best pitcher, but I don't know. Like it's hard because I don't I don't hate him either. But if he's going to be 50% owned, I just have a really hard time playing Thor at 50% owned when there's this much. There's this much talent at pitcher on this slate. I don't know. Like, am I wrong? Do you guys like Thor more than me? Like, what what's the deal with him? No, I mean, I think Thor is really safe. I've got a fantasy draft ownership projections up right now. We've actually got Thor listed at sixty percent over there, whereas Morton's forty percent. Oh, sixty percent. Our boy right now is projected at twenty five percent. Tyler Melee. Like that's a that's a good slate to play if Melee is going to be twenty five thirty percent. Yeah, I know we're worried about the uh, the pitch count with Mike Fultonavich. He did get in trouble in the seventh, which might have been the reason he got pulled earlier rather than, um, you know, the pitch count. I think Fulte is a really solid play at 15-2. Like, I understand that. How many pitches do you think? If I get 85 at that price, I'm fine. I mean, right? Like, are we really going to be all that concerned if he gets 85? It's not like we're paying, you know, a premium price for this guy. If he was – 20k over in fast draft he was even 18k on fantasy draft I, just hate, like, I always play him and like if we get 85 like he could easily be in the fifth inning still like trying to get through the fifth i don't know like he goes deep into innings i just get worried about him getting pulled in like the fourth inning or something yeah but he's just i mean i just think the match was really good for him too he's been a guy that's great i agree with yeah you. i mean he's he's been really good against righties and that's what we're looking at with the potter Pe- I don't know, Pepsi. I'm seeing a 15% Mike Fulton average, and I'm saying I want some of this guy. I, I mean, I understand it. The price, the matchup. I mean, I might feel a little more comfortable, though, with Peacock uh, for a little cheaper at 14.8, just because of what Tony's saying. If he's you know, got a couple of guys on per inning, he's not totally back, which we assume he's not. You know, he's halfway through the fifth, and a couple of guys get on. He's at 88 pitches. I can see him getting the hook there. Like, I'm thinking five innings uh, might be the max. Today. Just, he throws a lot of pitches to generate his outs and strikeouts. So, I'm probably not going there today. That being said, I'm not playing a ton of lineups. Like I said, I'm going to get off the air and not have a lot of time here. So four to six lineups for me, I don't think I have to get there, but you never know. Maybe I fall into the SB2 part where I go, you know what, it's, it's uh, get some variety here. But I just I give Peacock the edge at a better price right now, even though Minnesota is a tougher matchup. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a text from my mom that said she turned off the show because Jack is gone. So it's very, very sad over there in the current. <laughs> the talent is gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the talent's gone. All he did was leave me with prunes and a dirty couch. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, let's talk about some pivots. Let's talk about some dongs. Let's talk about some stacks. Um, I think we just kind of touched on the pivots because if everybody's going to be playing Thor, I personally, I like the idea of pivoting down to faulty, saving some money there. And I know I'm kind of going to be alone because everybody's concerned. I'm just going to say I like the matchup. And, you know, Tony, we talk a lot of times in tournaments where if there's no pitcher – we love, but some pitchers are going to be really chalky. I'm going to look for pivots off those spots, and that's kind of what I see there with Syndergaard and Thornton or more. Yeah, I couldn't agree more either. Like, I look at all five of these games. I know I've been saying it the whole show, but 
I look at all these pitchers and I can legitimately make a case for all of them. And I just don't understand why one guy would be 60% owned. I get that Votto's out of the Reds lineup, but I mean, granted, I mean, maybe I like the Reds more than most people, but I look at these eight batters in the lineup and none of them are like awful. I feel like all of them could at least make contact and do damage. They got some speed, like their bad hitters have some speed. Iglesias has been better. I don't know. Like, I don't feel the need to play a 60% on Thor in a matchup that I don't love. I'd rather play, like you said, even Fulty, if he's 15% owned against a lineup that I don't, I'm not scared of at all. Like, I'm fine with any of these other guys. And I just think I want to fade Morton and fade Thor and kind of build from there. You know, uh, real quick, the Rockies lineup has come out. There is no Daniel Murphy in the lineup tonight. It's Blackman, Street, Dahl, Arenado, McMahon, Reynolds, Tapia. Walters, I, I know his name is Walters, but that guy's the Wot. Uh, uh, <laughs> he is real bad. Dude, he's terrible, man. Like, Catcher's who can't hit for? Isn't catcher just the worst every day? Tony like, Walters so. versus Jeff Mathis. You got to pick. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna go with a push for zero points. I'm gonna go with anyone over Mathis because he's never scored for me. I played him the other day. He got me like nine points. I was doing back. You got nine from Mathis? Yeah, Ooh. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah. Jeff bleeping Mathis. Um. And by the way, if Tony Walters, uh, he should be able to, I mean, if you're in Coors Field, like and you're a professional baseball player, you should be able to hit the ball. Just how it is. So let's talk about some of our favorite stacks. Pepsi, who are you stacking up today? Uh, I think Milwaukee's the top stack. They're deep. They've got some cheap players there. Pretty good matchup, I guess, at home versus Gray. Uh, I like Atlanta, maybe a little more than most. I like Atlanta right-handed batters, you know, especially Acuna and Albies, obviously, at the top. And, and those mats, I mean, I thought they were going to be a little sneaky. They were my sneaky stack, but uh, maybe they're not as sneaky as I think, and I know Tony's all over them. I think they're going to be sneaky, though. I think we're going to get them kind of – I mean, it's a five-game slate, so they're not going to be, like, as low as we would hope. But, like, if Melee's 30% owned, like, I just don't – I don't know. Like, some of these guys could be owned, like Dominic Smith maybe, but I don't know. I think, they, I think they're going to be pretty low for us. Yeah, um, I'm looking at ownership projections right now. I should have pulled that up with the Mets. They are – they're going to be low-owned. Mike, right now, I'm look. Mike Conforto is the only guy over fifteen percent. Yeah. So yeah, Which I like is that. huge on a five gamer because I mean ten oh, yeah. percent is extremely low. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk about Don calls. Tony, who's hitting one out today? I mean, you just said Conforto. He's got to be maybe my favorite play of the slate. Like he just pounds righties. Melee struggles with guys like Conforto. Man, I, I I'd have to start with him. Him up top, I think. All right, so you're going with Conforto. Pepsi, who's going with for a dome? I'll go with uh, Acuna on the top end. You're not going to give me – we got 20 minutes left. You're not going to give me any more than, like, 10 words? You want all my doms? What do you want from me here? I'm just, <laughs> I was going to give them all to you in order. Like, I used to do that with Dean, but he just gave me one, so I thought you'd go back to mid-tier. Uh, oh, I see the word. We're going we the high right? Oh, that's too funny. I don't know. I – I, I'm not used to doing the flagship, man. I don't know how this usually works. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk. Uh, wait, I'm going to give one here. Freddie Freeman's going to be my dong call. Okay, I'll give you my mid-tier guy, which is Machado, even though he's kind of more like value these days. And I'm going to go back to Shaw. I mean, he's at home versus a righty. He's cheap. I mean, if anybody's going deep in that price range, I feel like it's Shaw. So Acuna, Machado, Acuna, Machado, and Shaw. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you come on. You you, you just wanted to Machado just for that, didn't you? No, I just realized it as I said it the second time. I'm like, hey, hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. This could work. 
Tony, give me a mid-price dong and a low-price dong. Yeah, give me give me Conforto, Nemo, and then just give. I always like to pick one surprise guy. Give me Mister Dietrich against Thor. I knew you. I knew that's where you were going. I just you love him me. in that three hole. I can't stop staring at him. Dude, that's a weird thing to stare at. You gave me that day. You gave me Freddie Galvis, and then like Dietrich, I always give this. I'm the master of the scrub bomb. Dude, you really are. Like I can't even. I'm. I haven't played Boomer all year, by the way. I finally played him the other night, and he hit one. <laughs> It's funny because that day that uh, we were doing XM and like Galvis went deep. Yeah, because you made fun of me. Deep and my phone just starts blowing up when it's Tony ready to give me crap. Uh, I'm gonna go. Me. I'm gonna go with free money, Freddie. I'm going to go. Hold on, I had it. I'm gonna go with. Uh, let's see, Ryan McMahon. I think he's too cheap. And then he's like in low range, and then mid range. I will go with. Golly, see. This is what happens when you're not ready for this. Um, I don't know. Give me one, Tony. I need a mid-range. Another one player. I got to give four? Yeah, you're, I'm stealing it. How about give me give me Shebler from the seven hole. My Reds are going to win me the, the money. No, no, no. I'm going Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman. You asked me for someone, then you didn't take him? Yes. <laughs> Boom. All right, get those QQs in. We got we got about 17 minutes to go. I know Devin's going to be firing the YouTube questions in there. If you're watching on rotogrinders.com, go ahead and throw those questions in the chat. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you click like, click subscribe, and come check us out over on rotogrinders.com. We've got everything you need for your daily fantasy needs. All right, QQ, Berrios or Syndergaard? I think in cash game, that's very clearly Syndergaard. Pepsi, what do you think about, you know, Berrios? Because it's just a really tough matchup for him. It is a tough matchup. That Houston lineup is deep, and they take a lot of pitches. They'll draw walks. They don't strike out. It's not a good matchup, and you're paying a hefty price tag to get them. I don't want to take the Houston bats necessarily, but I just can't get on Barrios today. What about you, Tony? Are you playing Barrios in tournaments? Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Like, Houston's a great offense, and they're, they're implied. It's only 3-9. You got pretty cold weather. I don't know, like Berrios has the stuff to shut down righties too, and Houston doesn't have lefties that really scare me, so I don't hate it. Like, if I was playing one team, it for sure wouldn't have Berrios, but when you get up to like five teams, I'll for sure have at least one Berrios. All right, top three bats we are prioritizing. Tony, I know you're just going to be like Mets, 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 right? I'm looking around, like, just to try to give something else, but, like, just to put it all out there, like, my thoughts as I'm building. Like, I really don't want to play anyone in the Tampa game all that much. And same with the Minnesota game as far as bats. Milwaukee's going to be kind of chalky. So, that really only leaves me with Atlanta and the Mets are kind of be, be like my build. And then Cincinnati for maybe a contrarian sprinkle in there as a filler. So, for me, I mean, it's just going to be Atlanta and the Mets. So, all, all of those guys. All right, Pepsi, what top three bats are you prioritizing? Uh, Acuna and Albies, the, the two righties, the Braves. I love them. I love um, Moustakas uh, as the third bat, I guess. And, uh, I mean, a couple of the guys I'll throw up there. Just Machado and Shaw are still too cheap, and I, and I like them both a lot today. All right, rank these guys. I guess we're just going to rank, like, 20 guys. On I'm kidding. Uh, Freeman, Freeman, Arenado, Albies, and Springer. Uh, Pepsi, I'll let you take this one. Uh, Albies. Arenado, Freeman, Springer. All right, I'm going to flip Arenado and Freeman and go Albies, Freeman, Arenado, Springer. Tony, give it to us, buddy. How are you ranking them? Yeah, Albies for sure, number one. And, 
I mean, I don't really like any of the other guys. So. Yeah. Uh, so, how do you like Free Money Freddy? That's your boy. I told you, I don't. I mean, I could play him, but like, I don't like Lefty Lefty there. Uh, Strom's decent. I don't know. I mean, you could play Freddy anytime. Like, go for it. <laughs> okay, Conforto or Blackman? Uh, I mean, yeah, Tony. For me, it's for sure Conforto. Like, I, I love Conforto in this spot. Pepsi. I like them both. I get the edges of Conforto as well. Acuna or Blackman? I think we're both, we're all three going Acuna here, right? Yeah. All right. QQ, this was for Pepsi. Pepsi, do you actually like Pepsi? I love Pepsi. That's uh, the whole reason for the nickname. I don't drink alcohol. I always have a Pepsi in my hand. I'm drinking a lot less these days, as we know it's not healthy for us, and I try to stay in shape, but uh, I still love a little Pepsi on the rocks on a hot summer day. Ah, I don't hate that. What's your, what's your drinking choice, Tony? I've been drinking a ton of this Sprite Zero crap, but I don't know. I like Mountain Dew. It's probably my, my favorite. Tony's doing the do. Yeah. It's like, what age do you get to the point where you're afraid that Mountain Dew might kill you? I mean, when I'm in the grave, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm never going to be scared of a soda killing me unless it's I always like the I always liked the Code Red Mountain Dew. That stuff was, that stuff's money, that Code Red. Like when I was in high school, man, I just always had one of those with me. All right, uh, QQ, Travis Shaw, we've talked about him. In tournaments, um, I would fade him, not because he's a bad play, but just because he's going to be so popular. Uh, cash games, I think you got to play him. Pepsi, here's a hockey question for you. How bizarre is it that the Leafs aren't in anymore when the Hurricanes are advancing to the conference finals? You know, we had some good depth teams that made it into the playoffs. And Dallas is a strong team. Columbus and Carolina both strong for late seeds. But it's frustrating. As a Leafs fan, the path was clear to the cup. We just had to get by Boston. No top seed was left in either conference. It's insane. It's never happened in the NHL before. I don't think we're ever going to see that again where every top seed is out in round one. So for me as a Leafs fan, it's mad depressing. But uh, good luck to your Blues, my friend. Have you adopted my Blues as the team you're rooting for? Yeah, why not? I mean, they were my surprise team. I had Tampa Bay over Winnipeg in the Cup. They both went out in the first round. My surprise team was the Blues. So why not nail the surprise team and let them win the Cup? Come on in. Tony, are you going to be rooting for my Blues as well? I'm going to be rooting for whoever Pepsi tells me is going to win me the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got back to baseball questions. Doll or Acuna for tournaments? Maybe Doll or Ronald Acuna. Tony, give it to us. Who you got? I mean, people always go back to the same guys, but we kind of said we love Acuna. I mean, I like Baby Doll too, but if I have to pick, I'm taking Acuna. Yeah, I mean, I, I would prefer Acuna as well, but um, yeah, I think they're both great plays. Uh, here's a tournament question. Five-game slate, wouldn't it be smart to play guys like Culberson or Camargo? No one will own them. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how you win a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> you play those yeah. guys. Yeah, like it's <laughs> You don't it's win funny. a tournament by playing it. Like, I guarantee you if you play Atlanta one through five, you're not going to win a tournament. I can almost guarantee you that. Like, you got to play a, a random dude in there and have him do something to win a tournament. Yeah, and, like, when I multi-enter, I almost always have at least, like, a guy like Culverson or yeah. Camargo, Tyler Flowers. Like, and this is specifically a FanDuel question. A guy like Flowers on FanDuel is always such a sneaky play because nobody plays catchers over there. Right. And Such a good play. Yeah. Um, I like, mean, and FanDuel, you can only play four guys. Like, to play these scrub guys in the bottom of the lineup on FanDuel is how you will win a tournament, I promise you, like. Everyone wants to play these guys up top, which for good reason, they're better plays technically on the surface. But you're not going to win a tournament just playing all one through four. Like play a play a Flowers or a Culberson or a Camargo. And when they have that big game, which always happens in baseball too, like these bottom guys, when they somehow hit, hit the two bombs, 
you're going to have a good chance to win a tournament. Yep, and nobody else is – and that's one of the keys, too. You want to win those tournaments alone. Um, in honor of Dean, do we like Hosmer in the every other good game narrative? I didn't know that was a like thing. Hosmer? Pepsi, you're, you're his VFF. Talk to me about Hosmer. I don't hate Osmer. The price tag is decent, uh, 8.3 on uh, Fantasy Draft here. The guy's still hitting cleanup. And, again, we're fans of Fulte in general. We know that. We're a little bit worried about the leash today and, and if he's in game shape and whatnot. But uh, if he's not, Osmer's a great play. But even if he is, you know, he does have the splits in his favor and a pretty good lineup there. So, um, I, I guess I'm okay with Osmer. Am I in love with Osmer? No. Am I ever a guy that I have to play? No, not really. He's kind of like Votto light in that he's going to make a lot of contact and not hit those two dongs for you. But um, Hosmer's steroids this year, Hosmer, like he's been pretty good this year. Yeah, and the matchup's better than we think, too. I mean, we really don't know what we're getting from Fulte. As much as we like Fulte, we're basing that on last year. He said one start, he wasn't good. I mean, this is a situation where maybe maybe San Diego's that contrarian stack. If Fulte's arm's not great, that could be the stack that blows up early on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I think there are just a number of ways that faulty game could go. Like, the Padres could crush it or the Padres could get crushed. I think this is a great five-game slate, isn't it? Like, we've made cases for so many different things. Like, if we you're going to have anybody. a five-game slate, this is <laughs> – You can play all the bats and all the arms. We haven't helped anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we gave them the Mets. Nobody's going to be on the Mets. We gave them them. Um, Tony, QQ, how's the finger? Oh, fingers, fingers hurting. Fingers, we're right here. Ooh, that's that is bad. I, I had one of those when I uh, chopped a piece of my finger off. It was not a. Uh, <sighs> mine wasn't as bad as that. I didn't chop no part of it off. Just mine, mine was a poker injury. Did I, ever, did I ever tell you the story? You broke it. I mean, if you chopped a finger off playing poker, I want to hear it. No, I was. Uh, it was. <laughs> I was at this home game, and I was in one of those metal metal folding chairs, and the uh, the seat cushion came up from the metal folding chair, and you know it's sharp in there. And so I didn't realize it. So I, you know, I reached underneath my seat to scoot the chair up and my, uh, my left index oh. finger slid in beneath the, uh, the cushion and I plopped down guillotine oh. here. Look at that. So you can see like the part of the fingers missing, like right over here. It's growing back pretty well. But yeah. Yeah. Back. Dude, yeah. Just hey, this is how that's all you need sometimes. But, uh, no, I looked down. I didn't feel a thing, and next thing I know, there's just blood everywhere. It's messed up. Anyway, so did you get, uh, did you get some cheese from that? I mean, you're always talking about my dentist. You, you probably got some good cheese from that. Yeah, dude, it's a po- it was a home poker game. I asked where the hospital oh. was, and nobody didn't tell me because they were in a hand. Yeah, whoever's like, house it is should have been worried. You tell, give them the lawyer your lawyer number. <laughs> dude, I had never met any of these guys in my life either. Like, I I knew one guy there. There's oh yeah, hey, this is Eric, and like two minutes later, I'm a bloody mess. It's a very, very bizarre time. All right, we got more YouTube questions coming in. Any interest in a Colorado stack, Pepsi? Absolutely. I mean, um, I mean, that's one of the teams that's got a pretty high total that we're not talking about. Again, I mentioned all these uh, lefties in the lineup there, you know, minus Murphy, who's not in there. And you've got a healthy Colorado lineup. You know, you got McMahon, you've got Blackman, you got Dahl, throwing an R&R on story. There's some big upside there, and they're not going to get the ownership that uh, – Teams like Milwaukee are going to get. Like last night, too, that was a big game for scoring, and we saw Milwaukee heavily owned. Colorado not so much, and they went off. So they can do that again today. Yeah, that was a weird game because the Chase Anderson was scratched like six minutes before that game started. It was very bizarre, and obviously, you know, it started off really well for the Rockies. <laughs> the guy came at Barnes, came in and walked two straight guys, and then uh, then Arenado hit a – or after a Danny Murphy strikeout, Arenado hit a bomb. So it was a, uh, it was a weird – one of those weird slates where it's just like, 
I wish I would have had more time. And my problem was that I had so many guys locked in earlier because I had a lot of Atlanta last night. Or not a, lot, not a lot of Atlanta, a lot of San Diego. Atlanta would have been good. San Diego was not. I was kind of screwed. All right, back to the questions. One pitcher site, Tony. If you got one pitcher site, who are you playing at pitcher? One pitcher site. See, now we're getting now we're getting to the tough question. Like, uh, man, I, I, if I have to choose, if I'm only playing one team and one pitcher, <laughs> I know I bashed on them the whole time, but. It might be it might be Cindergard if I was playing just one team. Like I know it's team faulty. Sounds like I'm backpedaling, but honestly, like I want to play five teams on this slate. Like Pepsi said, five six teams, and I want to not play the same guy twice. Like I really feel that way about this slate. Like I don't like any of the pitchers more than the other ones. So if I was playing one, I mean maybe Barrios in a tournament, but I don't really like any of them more than the other ones. I really yeah. don't. Yeah, I mean Cindergard is the favorite to be the highest scoring pitcher on the slate. None of us are arguing with that. The problem is he's going to be sixty percent owned. So if something happens where like he's I don't not, want to play, who's your guy's favorite? Like I, who besides him is your guy's favorite? Honestly, I'm going to ride with Fulty. I'm dead serious. Like I, I'm, I was doing a little bit more research during the show. Fulty was throwing eighty nine pitches and rehab starts. Like he, he got pulled because he was in trouble in the seventh. Like it's I. I am not all that concerned about Fulty. He's kind of my guy today. And the fact I'll that he's going to play him with you. I'm, I'm jumping on board. You, am I allowed yeah, to jump yeah, on board? Pepsi, you going to make a three for three? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be Syndergaard if you're playing cash. I think if, uh, you know, one pitcher saw like Fando, for example, Peacock's awful cheap. You don't really need him to uh, do a whole lot. It's 7500 bucks. So if it's one lineup and it's a GPP, go down to the Peacock here and save a bit of money and load your lineup up and hope your bats do the job. Because he could go six innings and – strike out four or five, maybe six batters. Um, I really like him over on uh, Fandle. All right. Melee. I'm going to a guy out for a tournament, too, just because I'm getting worried why I didn't like anyone. Well, I mean, Colorado has a 3-9 implied. What about Peralta for the upside yeah. in PPP? Yeah, the Ks could be there for sure. But, again, yeah. healthy lineup for Colorado. A lot of lefties in there. Not the great matchup. Is it either. healthy, though, with Mark Reynolds and Tapia and Walters down there? Like, Well, you're getting Dahl back. I was going to say Murphy, but he's not in there. But when you get Dahl and Murphy back, that's a much better lineup. Blackman's starting to hit the ball a little better. Arnauto woke up. I mean, it's, it's a different roster. Plus four are beasts, for sure. One through four are, like, really good. So, I, I agree with that. But Peralta has the most hilarious uh, game log, too. Like, here is starts from the – this four starts from the beginning of the season negative 1.25 42.8 negative 1.9 2.7 two of those games <laughs> were st louis a team where i look every time that peralta pitches against st louis i'm gonna like the cardinals because they hit fastballs really well peralta throws close to 70 percent fastballs he beat up on the reds who um well let's face it sorry tony but everybody beats up on the reds just how it's just how it goes uh yeah i mean look in tournaments if you want peralta i think that's fine i really do yeah. i would rather play him than a 25 percent melee or a duffy who just stinks if i'm gonna go cheap i think peralta would be the guy uh thoughts on fraser today the todd father right he's just a todd fraser tony i mean we like the mets and all these lefties you can play so i really don't think i could get to frazier i mean sure you could if you're stacking the mat if you're not stacking the mets definitely don't play them but maybe you could play them. i like the lefties more but kind of how we were talking about with the bottom of the lineup guys no one's going to play frazier so if you want to but i'd rather play the lefties yeah and i will say that if you're looking later in the game 
Um, you know, th this is how this Mets lineup goes. Lefty, 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 lefty. Todd Frazier, lefty. If it's later in the game, they're probably going to be bringing a lefty out of the pen to face all these lefties. So you might get one of those situations where you get in that bat with Frazier against a left-handed reliever, and that could uh, obviously be really, really good. All right, next question. Uh, well, that's or Tony, I was going to go to Pepsi. This one's for Tony. Sorry, Pepsi. Uh, Big T, why are you so low on Tampa? Well, now, actually, the lineup came out since we had talked about that, and I'm actually way higher on them now because they got Zunino in the five-hole, Yandy in the one-hole. I really like this lineup, one through five, so I like them a lot more than I did now that I see the lineup. All right, Pepsi, uh, Machado and Moustakas or Shaw and Albies? Wow. I'm going to go Machado and Moustakas, the two better batters. Even though I like Albies as the best player there, I think the better combo is Moustakas-Machado. And this one also for Pepsi, Flowers. Is he your top catcher on the slate? It probably is. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, he's um, – you can make a case to Zunino, though, now that we know he's batting that five-hole. I like him just as much. He's got uh, – uh, more power upside to maybe flowers is your better cash play and Zanini has made it better for GPPs as he's all boom and bust here. All right. One guy, <laughs> it says he has melee and cash. How bad will he lose? Why would you play melee and cash? That's just you yeah, hate, I, I, no. hate money. That's why no, like, he, if you're playing, if you're playing cash, you play, uh, you play Syndergaard and you probably play Morton, right? Those are the is, two. I, I will backpedal a little on my statement because he's dirt cheap, but I still don't like it, but he is at least dirt cheap. All right, guys, we got to get off here. We got our own lineups to build. I got a baby in the other room who I've got to clean um, prunes off of. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank Fancy Graph for sponsoring the show. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you click like and subscribe. Check us out over at rotorgrinders.com and check them out over on Fantasy Draft. A lot of fun stuff going on over there today. I'm about to jump in and throw a few lineups in myself now that we've talked about the slate. I want to thank Pepsi for joining us. Tony, thanks for joining us. I'm Eric. We'll see you guys later. Peace.